0: To radio trivia podcast edition, I am Michael TYP Cole, and with us tonight we have a new co-host. Uh, his name is Jared Rosenberg. Did I get your name pronounced correctly?
1: Yes, you, that's exactly right. Awesome.
0: So uh, tell us a little about yourself, since people may not know you yet. Your first time.
1: Um, I just started with the site uh, in September. Right. Uh right. I'm a staff writer. Uh. I'm from uh, right outside New York. Okay. Uh, so far, I've only done one review, Joke Upon Kingdom. You <laughs> might have seen that.
0: Well, uh, we're glad to have you on on staff, and I'm glad to have a new voice here on on Radio Trivia, because uh, sometimes I just use the same, same co-hosts over and over again. And it gets a little boring, you know? So it's always good to mix it up. And uh, actually, you used to listen to Radio Trivia? Is that is that true? Way back when? Yes,
1: way, way back in the day.
0: Way back in the day. So so was it when I was hosting live or when Johnny was hosting live?
1: Uh, I may have been there for both. I remember wow. both of you hosting.
0: Wow. You know, it, it's weird because I've been doing this for so long I don't really realize it. I mean, I, I've i been doing this for probably seven years now, and it's hard to really believe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's awesome to, to have someone who's been around to on the other end. And, and you ever thought you'd ever be co-hosting? And, uh
1: uh, never at all. Well,
0: dreams come true! <laughs> Maybe you never really dreamed of co-hosting. Anyway, uh, Jared is, has picked a couple of games, I've picked a couple of games, and we also have a listener request, so it should be a fun lineup, and uh, oh, uh, actually some uh, administrative stuff first. Um, We changed uh, the server for uh, the podcast, so... Uh, although you should still get it because we have a 301 redirection, Um, you may need to adjust the the program you use for podcasts to point to a new URL. Uh, If you use iTunes, everything should be okay. But uh, if you use Winamp, um, it does not automatically update the URL it looks for. So uh, if you don't update it uh, in a year or so, whenever, whenever the other website URL expires, Uh, magically radio trivia will not work for you anymore so uh, uh, the new URL is uh, nintendoworldreport.com slash podcast slash mp3 trivia feed dot XML all one word you can also find it on the main uh, radio trivia uh, website which you can find by clicking on trivia on the main uh, Nintendo World Report website Other administrative news, this is, I guess, our our Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah uh, episode of Radio Trivia. So, uh, happy holidays to all. And uh, I know I have my Hanukkah ready. With that, let's get started with the first game. Okay. was the first song interesting interesting any any thoughts don't give it away any thoughts
1: uh not sure sort of had like an ice cavey kind of vibe
0: Hmm. well i'm not going to confirm or deny that (laughs) that's quite the first (laughs) song the second song Yeah, but that's the second song, and uh, with that, we have a question for you. So, uh, what other game has this development team made? That's the question. <laughs>
1: okay. Hmm.
0: Do you know what game this is?
1: Uh may I take a random guess cuz I know I've never played it.
0: Really? Okay. Well, what, what guess do you think it is? What game do you it's guess
1: it is? Biden Kaitos Origins.
0: Batten Kaitos Origins. No, I think it's soundtrack would be a little more laid back than than this uh adrenaline pumped uh a game. But uh nice try. No. Um this game is Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. <laughs> Or uh, oh, well. the GameCube, mm-hmm. and um, well, I, one of the reasons I selected it is because, uh, of course, it was recently released for uh, Wii over in, here in Japan. But uh, I don't own a Japanese Wii; I, I have yet to justify that purchase, um, and uh, I can't say I'm excited about playing Donkey Kong Jungle Beat without the bongos. Um, Bongo—I mean, it's a really good game, and I mean, it looks like a platformer, but kind of like how Smash Brothers in a way is a platform, but it's really a fighting game. This almost feels like a... Uh, I guess a music game, or a rhythm game. Um, the, the way it's played, you really get into a groove and a rhythm when you're racking up the combos. and uh, The game kind of adds sounds and it gets more rhythmic, as you do well. And uh, I just can't see that working so well on the Wii, with regular you know, joystick and, and button controls. I know I saw Chris Kohler write, write a little thing on his blog about it game life and it's basically what what I suspected it would be it, uh, it just doesn't have the same charm I mean it, I mean the personality was kind of weird in Donkey Kong jungle beat it wasn't really Donkey Kong as we remembered it mm-hmm. and um, but what it did have was the bongos so kind of felt like its own unique thing I think once you take that away it kind of feels like a shallow hollow copy of of what Donkey Kong Country used to be. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe if I played it, I'd find that the timing's a bit different, but it still holds the same kind of uh, combo. I mean, it really is a high-score game, really. I mean, you don't play it to, to play it as a platform. You play it to try to get as many bananas, which are points, uh, as you can. And you get them by making these 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 stunt chains as you stream your way through the level. And in that way, it almost Feels like a Sonic game if you're playing it really quickly and know the levels really well. Um, so, uh, I'm curious to try it. I'm not sure I want to buy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and um, I, I guess there's supposed
1: to be some extra levels, aren't there?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a, a enhanced. It's an enhanced port. I mean, they have some tweaks to the levels, some new levels, um, which is neat. And in, and in that way, maybe it's comparable to like. I like the different various versions of Street Fighter 2 or something, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it isn't a straight port. They are tweaking it, so which makes me think maybe they've changed some of the timing and scoring and, and so that it's challenging in a new, unique way. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, but it's certainly not going to be the Donkey Kong Jungle Beat that I remember, or that I played, that I reviewed. Um, and I reviewed it for the GameCube. I think it's an excellent title, uh, thoroughly underappreciated. Um, and the music has some good points. It does get a little annoying. I mean, it's very much an ADD game, but it's fun. It's fun. Um, so have you never played it before?
1: Oh, no, no, I have. I, I enjoyed I never beat uh, it exactly, but I've uh, played it a lot.
0: So you haven't gotten to the end of the game?
1: No, no, I haven't.
0: Oh. Well, I did, unfortunately, in the in the massive, uh, uh, tragic Memory card wipage of 2000 and. I don't know, 2005, 2006. I lost my save file. Um, Yeah, it was a formatting issue. I have a dual mode GameCube, and sadly, in my haste, I reformatted my main memory card. So, uh, I played through a little bit of it again, maybe last year, but it didn't get all that far. But it's an awesome game. Uh, if, If you played it, but you only really played it to get through. Like you know, to see the ending. There's a lot more, more left for you to play. Because as you as you play the game more, you find these little details about the levels that let you build chains. You know, it's like oh, well, if I wall jump here and then do a somersault and then grab the bird that's flying, then I get you know three times instead of two times. And you know, it's stuff like that that as you play more, you you appreciate the nuances so much more, and that's what makes it such a really great game. Um, so if you have played it, but you have not gone back after beating it uh, to go for more of the medals, do it. I mean, it, it's really worth it. It really is. Um, that's all I have to say about Donkey Kong Jungle Beat right now. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, I know the uh, the music in the games was uh, the same exact person who did the music for uh, Super Mario Galaxy.
0: That's uh, not surprising. Um, now, Koji Kondo did do some of the songs for Super Mario Galaxy but yes. Um, right, right. And and so it really is kind of a contrast really. I mean DKJB because it's a high-paced action game it, it really does have a lot of music with a fast beat to it whereas Super Mario Galaxy which was the other uh, game made by EAD Tokyo um, I mean it, it's a little more laid back, right? I mean Mario Galaxy there are a lot of areas that are just sort of spacious and, mm. and kind of I don't want to say creepy but um, atmospheric. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I'm really—I mean, I mentioned it in a prior podcast where uh, maybe I think it was just the last episode where you know, I'm really looking forward to the, whatever's coming up next. I, I secretly hope—oh, um, well, maybe it wasn't last podcast—but I do, I do hope that that they're working on uh, something other than a Mario game. To be honest, I, I'd like to see what they can do to a, another. Uh, franchise. They've taken care of Donkey Kong, taken care of Mario. I'm, I'm really just curious about what else they can do. I, something tells me they're working on the next Mario, but I'd really like to see them branch out because I think they're a really awesome team, and if, uh, if they put their minds to it, they can really make some interesting stuff. Um, yeah, let's go on to the next game because I'm rambling. <laughs> They're okay. Well, let's try the next song then. How about now? Are they bleeding?
1: Yep, they are.
0: All right. Yay. Clearly not the best music we've ever played on Radio Trivia. Actually, this reminds me of, of an idea uh, Wendy uh, proposed once, which was to choose like the, the worst video game music ever and play that as a special episode of Radio Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken him up on that offer. May, maybe one day I will. Uh, if, if you want to hear that, please... Uh, post your thoughts and talk back and and if there's support I'll do it. Just uh next time but I'll give you a warning, you know. I won't make it a surprise. I would assume
1: that episode would have a lot of uh Game Boy games.
0: Uh, I guess it could. I there was certainly plenty of crappy Game Boy music, but um but you know, there's special in place in my heart for games like Baby's Kids and uh what Shaq Fu. Um generally if the gameplay is really 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 bad, the music's really 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 bad as well. So Yeah, so look forward to that episode of Radio Trivia sometime in the distant future. But until then, you'll have to get by with with this music. And uh, here's, here's the question so that you can figure out the game. The publisher of this game has not released a video game in the Western Hemisphere since 2001. What is the name of this publisher that was well known for releasing licensed games? So so, hopefully the listeners have figured out that this is some sort of Looney Tunes-based uh, game based on the third song. But uh, please please enlighten our listeners as to the game you chose.
1: Uh, the game is uh, Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally for the Super Nintendo.
0: Yes, and it's actually a very good contrast to a discussion we had last episode about how Capcom's uh, cartoon license games had really awesome music and it's really... You know, impressively good, like DuckTales and Chippendales Adventures. Uh, This is a Looney Tunes game published by Sunsoft, is that right? Yes, Sunsoft. Okay, Sunsoft, and um, well, clearly not not so good music, and I I can see where they're coming from. You know, this kind of dissonant uh, orchestrated sound was actually quite common in Looney Tunes, and it worked really well with the live orchestra, but I... The Super Nintendo, at least with with these instruments, can't pull it off. It just sounds really awful, and um, so I, I understand what the composer was trying to do, but maybe he never listened to it on the final hardware or something because it sounds horrible. <laughs> uh, but, well, the main melody, the merry melody theme, sounds okay, but uh, so so tell us a little bit about the game. Um,
1: well, um, the game actually controls uh, a little bit like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, hmm. it's actually a bit more uh, zoomed in on him, so uh road runner, you play as road runner and he fills up a lot more of the screen but uh so it's
0: like one of the game gear sonic games then <laughs> yeah,
1: a- actually a bit like that uh, yeah. but uh he pretty much uh you pretty much go through the levels uh and uh there's bird seed uh littered around which you can peck at to uh mm-hmm. gain your uh, speed meter so you can run around the level and uh coyote is a uh, coyote is around the level mm-hmm. pretty much trying to stop you doing all kinds of strange things, whether he's in a bulldozer or uh, like flying around in that green suit from the from the cartoons
0: uh-huh so is that um is Wiley coyote the only enemy in, in the game
1: uh there, there are a few like uh lobsters who will walk around the levels and uh, a few other like little bad guys but uh mostly it's a uh, wily e. coyote
0: so it's like you have like does he have a boss battles with you or is it really more of like a he's just there to annoy you the entire game
1: uh he'll be annoying you but the the game does have uh actually pretty interesting boss battles where uh, before the boss battle begins they'll show you a uh, a blueprint and which will pretty mm. much give you what the uh what the uh the weak spot is for the boss mm. so uh i know the first boss was uh, a catapult and it would show you where on uh, the machine you would have to uh, peck at to destroy it.
0: <laughs> okay, so the Roadrunner is a bit more proactive in this game than in the actual cartoons. Like in the cartoons, he just sort of runs around and almost innocently foils the coyote. So in, in this game, he's actually a little more aggressive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> they didn't have funny. any choice.
0: Yeah, I know. It would be really boring if you didn't have any sort of. But um, it makes sense to do kind of a Sonic clone for Roadrunner. It's kind of a smart game design decision. That's a good example of of uh, someone taking a look at the franchise and, f- and finding a, a game that fits it. Um, so I, I guess I got to give the developers props for that. Although pecking away at Birdseed, doesn't that mean you have to stop to to gain your speed power?
1: Uh yeah. The it would be uh, they'd have it like hidden around the level. There was actually a lot of. Uh... A lot of moments where uh, you'd be stopping. There was a lot of actually pretty difficult platforming where you'd have to get a, like jump on these little small platforms.
0: Uh, I, I guess Sonic had that too, especially Sonic One. Mm-hmm. Um, not not exactly the best design choice if you're uh, if you're going to have a speed based game, but I don't know. So so you own this game?
1: Yes, th- this was actually one of the first two games I got for uh, the Super Nintendo, this and Super Mario. World.
0: So, what do you say? I mean, it's a it's a decent game, music aside, or uh, do you think it just sort of holds a special place in your heart for nostalgia purposes?
1: I, I would say it's a pretty enjoyable game. Uh, it can get a little frustrating. You'll be... Uh, the, a lot of the levels will have you, like, going, uh, like, walking, platforming up and up into the air, and then you may hmm. easily fall off, and then uh, it can get pretty annoying, since you have to redo everything.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, um... That was the second pick, Roadrunners, Death Valley Rally. I like that name, by the way. Um, and uh, now we're going to go on to the third game, which was picked by... Ooh, let's see who picked it. Eric from Minnesota, one of our mainstays for Radio Trivia. He he emailed us a kajillion suggestions. So uh, enjoy this excellent game choice by Eric. <laughs>
1: Very nice.
0: Another one to uh, help cleanse the sound of Roadrunner bad music.
1: I definitely have a guess though.
0: Good. So well, don't sure. don't save it. Save it for the for the last. Yeah, slide. yeah. I
1: won't. I won't spoil All it. All right.
0: So here's your question. Which pickup item turns you back into your human form? <laughs> It. the game song three which is what do you think it is
1: is it nes open tournament golf
0: <laughs> i thought that was a mario uh mascot golf game for the nes is that what you're thinking of I... yes no the, the answer is not mario <laughs> Golf. wow um i did not expect that this is an action game called uh werewolf the last warrior which I've never heard of, but it's from our good friends at Data East who bring us lots of awesome NES music. And um, basically the, the concept in this game is that you're a you're, you know a werewolf and you switch between a man and a wolf. And when you're in your human form, you're pretty much powerless as far as I can tell. Um, you can shoot this ray beam by charging it up by holding down A, I guess kind of like... Um, or maybe it's B, I don't remember. But you can charge it up and shoot it uh, there are collectibles. There are two ways to transform. One, you gain enough power, or two, you grab this, um, I guess it's red? I don't know. A red uh, W. You turn into a werewolf, and uh, you're much more agile. You can, you know, you're faster, you can do backflips, you can climb on walls. Can climb on the ceiling, I think. Even so, maybe it's a little bit like like a Ninja Gaiden game or something. I, I don't know. I haven't played it. But um, if if you unluckily pick up a blue W, you revert back to your human form, which must really suck when you're playing the game. That's just my suspicion. But <laughs> but uh, it's an action game divided into stages. It has bosses, so it's kind of your standard uh, action game. But the music's pretty good from it. I thought it was a really good pick. It's I wanted to play the music several weeks ago, but uh, I decided on a different game instead. But I played it now. Uh, thanks for the selection. Um, we're always looking for more suggestions. We have a couple of a couple more from Eric and one or two others, but uh, we're always happy to have more suggestions. And as you may remember earlier, we did a uh, All Listener Request special, and uh, I'm happy to do another one if there are enough uh, good requests. So... Um, that's a werewolf. Uh, thank you again and send us your, your suggestions. Use the form, it's linked on our website, or you can email me directly at TYP at n- nintendo worldreport Either way'll work. Let's go on to game four.
1: Very nice drum beat there,
0: yeah, it's kind of kind of gets you in kind of a relaxed mood, I think actually, a lot of the songs from this game have that kind of laid back rhythm. I doubt you know the game yet, so I'll uh, give you a question here. What is the name of the hero's blue rotund friend? Okie Any idea on this game? Or are you just completely clueless? The rotund
1: friend. You you said it was a blue rotund friend.
0: Yes, yes.
1: That would make me think of the slime from the Dragon Quest games. But <laughs>
0: that's also that's a reasonable uh, thing to think, but not true. Well, I guess that is a rotund blue animal. So. Eh. This is a, a Rayman game, in fact, it's Rayman 2, um, which is easily my favorite Rayman game. Um, and uh, I This is the N64 version, which is very, very, very similar to the DS version. It's a very, very close port. Uh, I didn't really like the DS conversion all that much. Um, it was very dark, although maybe if I played it again with my DS Lite, it, 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 I would have a bit more of an enjoyable time because a lot of the problems (laughs) stem from a very dark screen. Um, But it's a really good game. Uh, Rayman 2... uh, Rayman's always had kind of a quirky personality. I mean, it's changed over the years. I mean, uh, when you look at Rayman raving Rabbids; it has a really crazy sense of humor. Uh, Well, this game has a... I don't know, Tim Burton-esque world. It's kind of craven, kind of nothing is perfect, things are kind of like the doors are all kind of shaped oddly, and uh, there's some quirky characters, Um, and uh, Rayman 2 is a a linear platformer, Um, it's, I don't know, I'm not gonna, it plays pretty differently from a Mario game, I'd say. I had a lot of fun with it. I, I own the Dreamcast version, uh, which is easily the best version. Uh, and although it has the same soundtrack, it sounds much richer on the Dreamcast, much fuller. So it is the preferred version. Uh, I think it came out on the PS2 as well, as a kind of an enhanced port. Um, but I, I think the review said it was. The conversion kind of had some choppy frame rate issues. But um, yeah, Rayman 2 is really actually pretty awesome game. Um, it, the levels each feel pretty different from each other, there, there are a few annoying spots, but overall it, it's really a great experience, there's a lot of fun parts, like riding the, a rocket. The, <laughs> the rockets in the game are kind of like dogs, it's really weird, uh, They like they pant and Ramian pets them, interesting. and uh, <laughs> you ride them, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, like I said, like it has a really weird atmosphere to it. Um, and, and there's kind of a... The, the mythical creatures in the game are kind of weird. Uh, and, and like I said, Tim Burton-esque, kind of craven, uh, long-armored creatures like Lobox. Um, it, it really is an interesting game, and at least the Dreamcast version uh, still is pretty impressive. Uh, I remember actually using the, my PC to play that, or the, my PC monitor, because it was one of, the, one of the first games, I think, to use the... Uh, higher resolution, or at least the progressive scan feature of, of uh, the VGA adapter for the Dreamcast. So I remember, you know, checking all that out and having a lot of fun with that. Um, it's a good game, and it's been on a lot of platforms. You probably own one platform it, that it was on. Um, I really hope it becomes a downloadable game uh, in some form, but Nintendo <laughs> is not really been very good about third parties and, and, and virtual console downloads. but um, You
1: know, I think the PlayStation version actually just was released on the PlayStation Store this past week.
0: For Rayman 2? Yeah. So Rayman 2 for PlayStation 2 was released on, on the oh, PlayStation For the store?
1: original PlayStation, which I, I don't think was actually a very good version. I'm pretty sure they did. Rayman,
0: Rayman 2 came out on the original PlayStation?
1: I, I believe so, yes.
0: Really, I know like the original Rayman did, but that was a very different game. That was a side-scrolling platformer that was actually too hard for its own good. I played it on the PC. Um, Really? Okay. Well, I would not. If it really did come out on the PlayStation, I would not recommend downloading it for for (laughs) PlayStation One. The PS2 version, I'm sure, is is acceptable, and the any N64 version probably plays well, although the music isn't quite as lively. but, it, I mean, one of the things about the music in this game is that it's very dynamic. Uh, uh, there are a couple of themes that run through, and, like, each level is divided, I'd say, into six or different seven different sections, partially based on the plot. And the music subtly changes and grows and and gets changed and tweaked as the level progresses through these sections. And it, it's really well done. And, um, and it, although a lot of the music probably isn't great for, like, radio trivia, um... It's really atmospheric. It really does a great job of enhancing the mood of the game. And uh, so I really recommend, if you have a way to check out Rayman 2, please do. Once again, the DS version was really dark on the original DS. It, it might be okay for the DS Lite. I don't know. Um, I, I still own the game, but it's back home in America, so I can't I can't test. But uh, it, it's a great game. I remember getting the t-shirt... <laughs> with my copy of the Dreamcast version and I, I used to wear it because I really love the game. So, uh, check it out. Really do. And, and I really hope it somehow makes its way to virtual console. As, as unlikely as it may be.
1: It would be really nice if they made a new Rayman platformer.
0: Well, uh, yeah, it would. They really haven't done that recently. Rayman 3 came out for the GameCube and I guess the PS2 and 360, uh, Xbox, original Xbox, But um, it was a good game. I didn't hold the same magic for me. I I don't know. It seemed like it didn't have as much longevity. But uh, it was definitely a a respectable game. I think it was released at $40 instead of $50. Um, Yeah, I I think Ubisoft has just gone off to the Rayman Rabbids uh, thing. They're kind of forgotten about Rayman to some extent, which which is sad. Because Rayman does have kind of a charm. And uh, while we're at it, Rayman for the Game Boy Color was also a really good game. But that's for another time. Shall we move on? Let's do it. an awfully familiar song.
1: It's kind of classical music.
0: It is.
1: Possibly, I don't know.
0: Possibly. And possibly the second one is not. less classical
1: very definitely well maybe i don't know could have could have been a masterpiece from the uh the late 1600s <laughs>
0: i don't know really seems kind of jazzy for that
1: could have been very ahead of its time
0: could have been could have been but back to classical music uh who wrote the moonlight sonata Please disclose the game.
1: The game is Earthworm Jim Two. For the Super Nintendo. That's
0: right. Right. Not for the Genesis, for the Super Nintendo. Even though probably about the same. Um, I guess the music's probably better on the Super Nintendo. It has a better sound chip. I've only played. I would agree. Yeah, I've only I've only uh, played the original one for the Genesis, which I I really couldn't get into. Um, I don't know, I I guess I didn't like Earthworm Jim Attitude. I I appreciate it more now, but, eh, I I don't know. I mean, it had a cartoon and everything, too. I I didn't watch the cartoon very much. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, Earthworm... The games
1: definitely had a pretty wild sense of humor.
0: They did, they did, absolutely. And and didn't, like, a lot of the, uh, original, like, bad guys come, come back for the sequel in some bizarre form? or, or um, I confusing things.
1: No, no, you're right. A lot, Pretty much uh, almost all the bad guys were back for the sequel, and they. Uh, I know uh, one of them, I, I'm trying to remember if uh, his puppy friend came back, who uh, I guess he's also his best friend, yet he, he had like a Jekyll and Hyde thing going on where he would turn into a purple monster. Hmm. So he, he was definitely back and had a very interesting level in the second game.
0: So the second game actually deviated some from the traditional platforming uh, of the original, right? I mean, it had had a little more variety in it. Is that is that right?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I, that, uh, the actual, the one with the, the puppy, uh, when uh, pretty much in between the platformer stages, they would have a, a level where uh, he would be uh, in a building on the side of the level, and he would throw out... Uh, I guess he wasn't a puppy, he was just uh, he was a grown-up dog, and uh, he would throw his puppies down to Earthworm Jim, who would be carrying a pillow, and you'd okay. have to try to bounce them across the stage to another building on the other side. So it was actually, it was a very interesting, uh, almost arcade-like diversion.
0: Well, but even, like, the platforming levels, wasn't there, like, a bit more to it than just get to the end of the level? I mean... Uh, wasn't one of them a race and, and something like that I mean I, I was kind of under the impression that the second one had had more uh more variety in the level design
1: no no definitely uh they had uh... a <laughs> there's one level where uh, all of a sudden you uh end up in the middle of a game show and you have to start answering uh trivia questions which I always thought was uh really strange but uh really cool which I guess they sort of did that in a paper Mario later.
0: yeah i I think this game probably was the first video game to do something like that. I mean, it... And Paper Mario does all sorts of crap, and other RPGs have done that kind of stuff, but especially to see that in, like, what's really a platformer at heart. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty crazy. Um, so, uh, let's see, do we answer the, the question? Uh, the, mu- the music for... Uh, maybe half the game. the The original songs was uh, composed by Tommy Tallarico who you might know from from uh, TV. But he's he's really not that much of a of a douchebag. He he comes off as one on on his TV show, which I don't know if it even airs anymore. I, I haven't watched G4 in ages. But um, but off the screen, he's he's really a, a cool guy. He's pretty talented. He's used the guy behind the uh, the all the video, well, not all of them, but a lot of the video game concert uh video game concerts I and mean, the name of the actual concert series is evading me video games live
1: was his uh, yeah video games live
0: um and um he, i don't know i mean he he clearly knows his stuff and he, he's very active in the in the uh, video game music community you know, he's, he's involved in the Video Game Music Awards, which is kind of handed out by people within the industry. You know, he, he really is, is a pretty good guy at heart. And, and I think that the TV show has uh, given him a bad name <laughs> amongst some circles. But um, I haven't really had a chance to meet him. I, I've, I've said hi to him briefly here and there. But, but yeah, I mean, don't, I used to not like him because of the show, but I learned he's, he's really not a bad guy. Well, uh, anyway... The, oh, the we rest...
1: Did we answer the question, though? No, no we didn't.
0: The, the rest of the music <laughs> is, is classical music, and actually two of the songs are, are movements from the Moonlight Sonata. And uh, who was that composed by? Do you know? This is history was it class. Beethoven? It was Beethoven. It was Ludwig von Beethoven. And uh, two of the songs, at least in this game, are movements from the Moonlight Sonata. So, um... I guess that's a favorite song of, of Tommy's, I, I can only assume. Um, and, and
1: it, it actually fits the
0: soundtrack pretty well. Yeah, I mean, the game is very cartoony in its own right. I mean, It has that kind of bizarre, maybe kind of like Ren and Stimpy sense of humor, and it, it lended itself very well to the cartoon series that came from it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I remember watching a little bit of the cartoon series. I didn't get into it, but I thought it was a very good move to make a cartoon out of this game um and you know a lot of old cartoons looney tunes especially uh makes use of classical music so uh i think it really makes sense and and i think in some levels the classical music almost is like a contrast to to the actual gameplay and it's kind of funny in its own right i mean this peaceful music going to when you're trying to platform just seems kind of silly to me um
1: I I know uh, the Moonlight Sonata. I believe was in an underwater level where uh, it had a lot of uh, flashy, uh, like uh, uh, luminescent lights, and Mm. uh, just very strange.
0: Well, uh, I mean, the first song we played was one movement of the Moonlight Sonata. There's another one that was played that that uh, is a little more peaceful. That may be a little more well known as the Moonlight Sonata. Mm. Um, But yeah, so the, the original, I think didn't have so much classical music but the second one did there are at least there are three or four different classical or at least old traditional style songs that that uh that Tommy did not compose and maybe he was being lazy there I don't know Uh, I won't judge so Earthworm Jim 2 for the Super Nintendo have either of the Earthworm Jims come out for Virtual Console
1: uh the first one came out uh like two months ago I believe and uh, I actually think Earthworm Gem 2 might be coming out soon, if you can believe Wikipedia. Is,
0: was it released for Genesis or for SNES?
1: They released the uh, Genesis version. Now, why is that? Is,
0: is it better than the Super Nintendo version? I mean, You I... know, uh,
1: I think it might have actually sold better on the Genesis and might okay. have been more associated with I the Genesis it. at the time so i I think that might have been the reason and i think actually some people like music better in the genesis versions okay surprisingly enough
0: well i mean having a better sound chip isn't everything if if they have interesting eight-bit-ish instrumentation that people kind of find more endearing that that's fine i think a lot of songs work better in eight-bit than Mm 16-bit you know when you're talking about sns midi so anyway uh yeah ch- check it out I mean I I didn't play that much of Earthworm Jim but I certainly respect the series and uh, probably the last good thing Shiny ever did right or is it but, they did a
1: <laughs> MDK which was uh, I, I've i never played it but I've heard uh, I played MDK too which was great and I know they made some game for uh, PC in like 2000 which I believe got very good reviews
0: okay so so maybe it's just me being biased but Alright, so so uh, that's it that's thank you for thank you for joining us joining us uh, I'm sorry it's it's like 12 o'clock now I'm past 12 12 so I'm a little a little out of it and um, well,
1: thank you for inviting me onto the show
0: sure here, yeah that's what I was trying to say yeah uh, thank <laughs> you for for joining me and uh, once again if you have suggestions or comments uh, shoot me an email. Uh, post in the TalkBack thread. Um, remember to change the URL on your Winamp or other non-iTunes uh, player because uh, I know at least Winamp does not update and I suspect many other programs don't too. So um, Do that before you forget or else uh, in a year you'll say, hey, how come there aren't any new episodes? So, And with that, uh, good night everyone. Have a happy Hanukkah, Christmas, ponza new year because i don't i don't think i'll have another recording by the new year i'm I'm actually going off to the mainland and we'll be without internet bum 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 um although i've i've lived like that before so this will be the last uh, recording of 2008 so see you in the new year Donkey Kong Jungle Beat is copyright 2004-2005 Nintendo. Roadrunners Death Valley Rally is copyright 1992 Icom Simulations Sunsoft. Werewolf The Last Warrior is copyright 1990 Data East. Rayman 2 is copyright 1990 Ubisoft. Earthworm Jim 2 is copyright 1995 Playmates Interactive Shinny Entertainment. Hey!
2: ah, <laughs> Hello! <laughs> <laughs> it They'll never fall asleep. Do you want it, me more, mister? No, it's better. Never stew. Calibro stew.